Welcome to the Crazy Dre Podcast, y'all, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. It's your main man, a.k.a. Crazy Crockett, a.k.a. Andres Podcast. The great state of Grand Rapids, Michigan. I'd like to thank everyone out on the east side of the state. Detroit, I was just there with my man, Parlay, Sean. Great times. I love it. Harry's in Detroit. Love you guys. Love the food. Love the breakfast stuff. I'd like to thank my buddy, Ron, for showing up today. Hey, Dre, how you doing this morning? Pretty good, my nice man. Nice day, huh? Beautiful. Beautiful Sunny day. Yeah. I haven't seen you Great. in about a week and a half. Am I right? about that. Yeah, that's yes. about right. Yeah. So, ladies and gentlemen, I know this is the big weekend, Michigan-Ohio State game. Yeah, yeah. But I'm not going go. to talk about that because Ron and I are not sports people in this episode. When I have Parlay Sean, I'm a sports guy. Yeah, we'll, we'll get into sports then, right? Yeah. Exactly. There you go. But I am going to, in the near future, hopefully by tomorrow or Monday, I'm going to go recap on the Detroit Lions and Green Bay Packer game on Thanksgiving. Detroit lost again, 12, uh, seven years in a row. Uh, we can blame the moon for that, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, yeah, lost. Uh, but I'm going to talk about that a little bit a little later. Today, we're just going to talk about Thanksgiving weekend and what we did on what's going on. Ron's little, little kitty cat, the old one, yeah, just the passed away. Yeah, one passed away. So uh, that was kind of hard, but... Uh, She's in a better place now, and you know, with when you own animals and stuff, um, they're, they're they're part of the family. I mean, that 19 years—that's a long time. Um, we got her when she was a kitten, um, and uh, you get pretty close to animals like that, and dogs too. I'm not leaving them out, um, but um, yeah, they're they're like family. You get to know them, and you love them just like you would anybody else, you know. Um, except you have to you have to feed them and take care of them, of course. But that's all in it. So yeah, it, it was. It was hard, but I'm I'm better now. She's in a better place, so with yeah. her brothers and sisters. So I'll tell you what. Dogs and cats and all that and animals, I think that they're a great way of teaching kids about uh life and death. Yeah, responsibilities. The responsibilities too, yeah. and mm-hmm. that, you know. Yeah. I mean it's a good way of teaching your kids, you know, how to take care of their kids someday. I mean, of course you wanna treat your kids well so they understand that uh, as they get older and they want kids of their own, they Mm-hmm. That's how the, they treat you. Yeah, kid. exactly. Yeah, they have an idea how to take care of the. But dogs and cats are, u- are unique because <coughs> they don't live forever. No, they don't. They don't live as long as human beings do. Hopefully, most of us can live a lot longer than fifty-five and grow up to like sixty-nine or one hundred and twelve or whatever it is. But it was you know when I first had my first, I was afraid of dogs when I first. Yeah, I'd had heard some of like that. Well, sure. it's, yeah, well it's it's where I grew up, mm-hmm. stray dogs. Mm-hmm. It's a horrible thing. Yeah, they, yeah, you they don't bite trust you. They nip at you. Yeah, that's right. Rabies and the whole rabies. bit. Sure, well, just anything. And they mm-hmm. will bite you. Those stray dogs will bite you. Where I grew up for my first five years. So when I came to America, my my parents had a Charlie Stinker. Mm-hmm. Stinker was a little. I don't know. One of those little dogs. Little yippy bark. yappy dogs. Ankle biters. Yeah, basically and we call and them. She's <laughs> barking, growl, barking, growl. And uh, Charlie was a mix of a you know German Shepherd and a Lab, I think. Okay. And he's a nice. She was the nicest dog in the world, mm-hmm. but that changed my perspective about animals. And it was a great mm-hmm. way to to uh, teach me and my other siblings. Like someday, I mean, someday the dog will have to pass away. Mm-hmm. And it's. I remember one year. We were still in the old house where we where I first grew up in. Um, um, Elview uh, off 
Bodwin and Jenison. Um, I know where that's at. Yeah. The I've been through the yeah. Baldwin exit. You go and you go. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I know where that's at. Yeah. So we went down to, uh, so my dog, Charlie had a little, mm -hmm. um, <coughs> it looked like her <coughs> tail. She just bit the, the rest of her hair off that tail. Oh yeah. That seemed to do that too. And yeah. so you saw a skin mm -hmm. and that was when my parents knew it was time to let the dog go and, mm -hmm. and um, time to let it put it to sleep. And it was, you know, it was a very, you know, it was sad, but I didn't cry. I knew it was just part of life. And it was mm -hmm. just a good way to understand that th uh, things are born and things die. Mm -hmm. And I think my brother was born within that same two years of my, mm -hmm. the Charlie passing away. Okay. I don't think my brother even remembers Charlie, but uh, but yeah, that was kind of one of those moments where you just kind of uh, understand how things go and how things are. Run. Yeah, it's, it's part of it's life part and of stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's a good it's a good way to teach children how to take care of them and be responsible and teach them too that that dogs or cats not going to last forever. They're, they all we all die at, at certain times, but yeah, I mean that's yeah that's a good example. Yeah, so so. You know, we're just going on random stuff. And uh, another thing that we should talk about is where Ron's going next week. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're going to uh, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania for the MDA. Uh, God, I'm not really sure what the actual event is called. But um, it was like if you remember our one last podcast that we did discuss that, I went to um, Minnesota, Minneapolis, um, so this one's in Pennsylvania, which is only a six-hour drive, I think, which is not too bad. Um, and looking forward to it. And the more you go, the more people you meet, you can make new friends. And people that are just like me are there. It's just, it's a great, uh, it's a great moment. It's just really good. So. And you have MDs, so I explain. Yeah, muscular Again. dystrophy. It's so weakening of the deterioration or, or atrophy of the muscles. Okay. Um, it's a slow progress. Um, some people are a little bit quicker, some people, but everyone with my disease has different characteristics, but they're all one and the same. Yeah. Meaning that <clears throat> one guy has cardiomyopathy and his might be worse. I've got cardiomyopathy, but I can be managed with medicine instead of surgery. But or it could change. Explain so, that again with a cardiomyopathy. Uh, cardiomyopathy is, is uh, your, when your heart valves, because the heart is a muscle also. Um, and usually if, you're, if you have muscular dystrophy, you're gonna have some heart problems too because not major, but it starts out small. Like mm -hmm. the last time I went, uh, the cardiologist said, uh, hey, you know, your, your exit valve, which lets the blood flow out and back to the circulation again, mm -hmm. is not working as well as it was earlier, say maybe a year or two ago, mm -hmm. but that's to be expected. And now that, now that scared me. I thought, oh my God, surgery and stints and all this kind of crap. And, you know, I got him worried, you know, and, and he says, no, now here's the deal. When you do an echocardiogram and depending on what cardiologist reads that, their interpretation might be a little bit different, a different percentage different than another doctor would be. Mm -hmm. But in a point to where that's a percentage really doesn't make a difference. It, it, so he said, "Don't worry about it because don't it's worry not, about yeah, it. Yeah, don't Get worry out about of here. Yeah. You're hard, okay? Yeah. You're just yeah. old. That's yeah. all you are. And, and if he has to give me more medicine, so be it. But I'd rather have medicine surgery. It's surgery scary. You know, you might not make it out. You got anesthesia. You know, it's 
and and with, when people have a medical disability, their uh, anesthetization or their when they the uh, anesthetist or the doctor the one that puts you out, okay, they have to make a certain formula for certain people because too much could kill them. Too too little wouldn't be enough. So everybody is different. Now you don't have cardiomyopathy. You might I think you had high blood pressure, right? But that's well, yeah. So they, I have, they may treat that different. I have a hypertension blood pressure. Okay. Which I think I could still correct if well, yeah, if well, I do the things. Isn't correctly. that hypertension? Wouldn't that be if you get angry or you get fr- or you get nervous or you get that well, the pressure goes up? Well, Is that I, I think that's what's more likely. Oh, okay. At the time when I went to the doctor, my dad was almost into his death mode stage. Mm-hmm. Okay. Where he was back in the hospital, he fell. He mm-hmm. basically um, was one of those moments where. The, the medication that he was mm-hmm. on gave him the illusion that life was about to end. Right, okay. When the people are about to end or die, they want everyone around them or people that they want to make peace with. Mm-hmm. And it says, he asked for my sister at least 20 times. And right. she's the one that lived in Iowa and she's mm-hmm. the one that works okay. out of town here and there, mm-hmm. does her own thing. She works for an agency for foster cares, for foster care kids. But he wasn't even asking for her to show up. And um, and at the time, that was what's, what's going on. And I really do think that, you know, I'm a very, if I'm passionate about something or something's wrong yeah, up. Yeah, sure. You know, I'm, mm-hmm. I think naturally I'm, everyone's heart goes higher, but mine was just higher right. at that moment because that two, three days or in, three, five, or maybe a week, two weeks mm-hmm. in a row. Mm-hmm. Here's my dad about to pass. Work, you know, sometimes working and shouldn't say the people that I work with, but sometimes the people I work with at my job, they're just going to be almost dumb. Yeah, I, I remember we dumb, discussed your job. But dumbfounded about, yeah, about I, things I that, that yeah. they shouldn't be asking me because I don't have the authority to do anything about it right so you know working with a bunch of women and being one of the only the guys there working with a bunch of women mm-hmm. is it's a what it's a dumb it's a kind of a field of in this sh- uh, well kind of like twilight zone yeah. of, of well i'd like to the way i measure that would be testosterone gets estrogen and this is a, a proven fact that that Women and men have a certain scent, but you can't really smell it. It's just this chemical, I guess you could say, a chemical in the air. Um, and it, when you don't have an equal playing field, one outweighs the other. This is my theory anyway. Yeah. But, I mean, and nothing against women. I think women are great. But I'm just saying it's that, I think it's that chemical imbalance. And now if they had the same staff as many guys as they had women, it would probably it would probably even yeah. out. But yeah. when, see, it's... It's hard to explain, but you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. I understand. Yeah, yeah I, I, I get it. It's the playing field has to be leveled so in at, order for it to work good. At that time, well, I know. At that time, I know what happened. At the time, was like this person. Mm-hmm. You know, she she thought I was body shaming her, mm-hmm. and I wasn't. Mm-hmm. And we walked by a gym, mm-hmm. and then supposedly I said, "Oh, she don't like going to the gym." And then she turned around. Oh wow! 
It Give probably, me that look. If looks could kill, huh? <laughs> that look. <laughs> he did, look. He, did, mm. he made it. What you talking about? <laughs> like, what are you? I, did, I totally ignored that because mm-hmm. I didn't think nothing of it. Right. And she went to the HR and said I was being rude by body right. shaming her. Mm-hmm. I'm like, first of all, I wouldn't body shame somebody. I'm, I'm, I'm already disabled. Right. So exactly. why would I mean body shame you? be a hypocrite that? then. Exactly. <laughs> That's, yeah. And the thing about it is like, just because I said or in a song, if I made mm-hmm. that song up, right. that you don't like going to the gym, mm-hmm. that doesn't mean you're fat. Or it doesn't mean I made fun of you being no, fat. No, right. They, you you just go there to work out, it just keep means your that, muscle tone up. That's, yeah. yeah, that's but right. It, yeah. For her, she made it sound like that I was making fun of the fact that she didn't want to work out because, and she's fat, mm-hmm. okay. which is dumb. Mm-hmm. So that's two things that was going on. But I really don't think, I just don't really think I'm really hypertension. I think, I don't think I'm really hypertension blood pressure. I think that's good though. If I am hypertension yeah. blood pressure, that means that I have to check my my emotions better. Mm, yeah, oh yeah, absolutely, yeah. Where, like I literally, and anyone out there who's having a problems or addiction or drugs or drinks too much, and I'm not, I'm not AA, I'm not an addict I don't have I don't have an alcohol issue I might drink maybe one or two more to me beers at mm-hmm. certain yeah. occasions yeah. but but if you are that person please go get that help and you know I'm yeah. telling you that in the right parlay Sean mm-hmm. is going almost 11 months without that's great he, that's, this, that's good to hear yeah. I think I, I think it was yesterday day. he's gone 11 months without drinking that's good for him that's so that's great, great yeah. for him yeah and uh but I can tell you this. If I drank just too much beer mm-hmm. or I drank too uh, or I eat too much sodium food, like bread food, like say if I eat a pizza or mm-hmm. eat a sandwich mm-hmm. with a with a uh, with a bread, the white mm-hmm. bread, right. a little less yeah. sodium. I can tell by the next day or six hours later or eight hours later mm-hmm. that my right arm will hurt. Yeah. It's right. n- it's not yeah. it's not really like painful. It's no, just kind of it, like right. it's yeah. hot. It's it's reaction you get. From I feel like it's hot. Food. Yeah, I get that. I feel yeah. like it's hot. Mm-hmm. It's not like painful. It's not like I'm having a stroke well, or having a heart attack, but it's just kind of like well, and and I can tell by that. Right. So now I am very cautious of what I eat, and now that I've been taking, now I mm-hmm. eat those. Uh, well, what's those little red? Um, oh, that thing I'm eating now it looks like pickles. But it's not beets. Oh, oh beets, beets, beets. Yeah, I love you know what? Great, good for you. Yeah, and they I tell are you very what. good for you. Yep, I love so them. So I'm on YouTube mm-hmm. or whatever I'm at. Yeah. And I'm looking at stuff. What's what's the natural supplements to lower down your heart, right. pressure, and all yep. that? And beets is. Yep. So now yep. I I they're, eat they're like two beets them. per day. Pickled beets. Um, what are they? Those are certain. They're made. They're manufactured in New York. Aunt Nellie's pickled not? beets. They come in sliced, whole. Or, or big, it depends on. Well, it's not it, manufactured. It's just that. Well, it's it's processed. We'll play. Okay. Yeah. Processed. It's there. Not, How's it's that? It's okay. actually real food. Yeah. It's yeah. A real it's vegetable. Great, I love them. I can eat. I could. If I sat down, I could eat an entire jar. I wouldn't. Really? But I could eat it. I love the taste of them. They got the. It, it kind of a. It's an earthy taste. It kind of like a dirt taste to them. But it's which sweet. it's it's. But it's that's sweet. part of it, and that's what makes them so. That, that's the flavor I like. It's not like you're eating dirt, but it has that 
flavor of the ground, and that's a, a root vegetable. So you're going to get that, like potatoes or yeah. rutabagas or yeah. parsnips or whatever, some root vegetable. But I'll tell you, it, as far as health-wise, and they're delicious. I love them. They, the pickled beets especially. Got that sour, bitter, wonderful, vinegary taste. To, oh, yeah. Well, Good stuff. One thing I like about it, it's sweet. Yeah, that's but it. It too, doesn't yeah. have that. Um, it doesn't have a lot of sugar. It's got sugars in it, but, but it's, a natural, it's natural sugar. Yeah. yeah, so it's not. Yeah, and I try to eat natural sugar. Or if I have a choice between high fructose or sugar, I'll go with the sugar because the high fructose, sometimes I'll put high fructose syrup in and then double that. And then they'll put sugar in it, too. And it's like, you, you, you got to watch your labels. Yeah, you could. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I, I still think that there's ways to, and I think that my heart will, my high, hypertension heart will go up again mm -hmm. when my dad's mm -hmm. back in the hospital or he's oh yeah pass. sure yeah anything emotional or any thing yeah. to do with your your um psyche or whatever you know your your mood or what have you that will affect your blood pressure and, and i i've got high blood pressure but not hypertension blood pressure so in other words what happens if you get mad or you get emotional or something comes up that's that then your pressure goes up because it's your body saying oh, i'm worried now and the heart's going, oh, I better give him some more blood. I better, you know. So wait a second. What's, what's the difference between me and you? Mine's more emotional. Yours yeah, is more yeah mine, is, mine is like physical. We're like, it, it's hard to explain. It's, it's, I feel like with yours, yeah. if, if you have a hyper, if, if you have a high blood pressure, yeah. them just, to me, that means like your heart has to work harder. Right, exactly, yeah. yeah. All the time. Mm -hmm. Where well, your, your blood pressure mine, varies. It, it could be this way, and then something happens, and it'll go way up. Yeah. But then eventually it comes back down again. But, yeah. yeah. Okay, where yeah. mine, it's, it's always there, but I have to take a medication to control it, to keep it at a certain level. So if I go out and jog or do something or get angry or something, I'm not gonna, it's not going to affect me anymore because of medication. But with you, when your temper, your feelings, your emotions go up, that's what triggers it. So that's why you take a medication for that type of yeah blood pressure so yeah there's of difference course. but there yeah of course um but um um oh we're gonna talk about thanksgiving i think how it, and uh, um we're gonna tell uh tell the people which ones i i uh matter of fact i i have a neighbor he has cancer and we won't mention any names but um he's going through some hard times now and he doesn't really have any family and the other day we said hey why don't you come over and we'll cook thanksgiving dinner and we'll have it you're yeah. invited you know and he thought, oh, that's wonderful. Are you sure? Yeah, no problem. Don't worry about it. And, uh, of course, he, he came over. And, and uh, I mean, he it, by the end of the evening, he was almost in tears. He really appreciated oh, really? that. And it just, and it just, and I thought, you know, that that really makes you feel, person feel good when you have somebody that's your neighbor. I've known him for 16 years. So yeah. he's like, I, I know him in and out. I know him every, all of him, basically. Um, and. And at sometimes he's, you've met him before too. Um, he can be a prick sometimes. He'd be an asshole and he's grouchy. But all in all, you don't, what makes a person is they're, you outweigh the good with the bad. And the good's not outweigh the bad every time. So, and his family's not around and everything. And I thought, you know, that would be, I thought he'd really appreciate it. It would feel good about me doing something like for somebody like that. Well, I mean, no, I, I, yeah, I, I, and I thought that's so sad. And I'm, I can sum we we can consider ourselves very fortunate. We do have family. Yeah, you have adopted family, but they're still family. I mean, they're, they're, your family seems pretty close yeah. in a sense, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, and mine does too. But now that he doesn't have a family, I can be a part of his. Yeah, see? and and I at least own that because he's done a lot of stuff for me too. So yeah, but I, a good guy, you know. It's well, I mean, 
for him, he grew up in the sixties. Yeah, fifties. Well, early and then in his he, childhood is fifties, and then mostly the sixties and seventies. Well, well, yeah, well, he was born he, in the fifties, right, and he grew up in the sixties. Yeah, sixties, mid seventies as mm-hmm. teenager. Yeah, and there are that Leonard Skinner long hair, mm-hmm. you know, Robert yeah, it's Plant a total dinner. Different the, generation. So his dad gave him a lot of smack for not having yeah. long hair, yeah, and not cut his hair. And you know, right. His dad grew up in the era of the 1940s and 50s where yep. men wear short hair, buzz hair, or yep. wear hair like yep. Elvis. And yeah, exactly. That, yeah. But real old school. But uh, I mean, a lot of you know, a lot of guys just don't know how to. Uh, have a conversation with normal people and I think that's unfortunate for him he was just always his dad was always really hard for him mm-hmm. and just didn't mm-hmm. accept yeah. him for who he was right exactly but to be yeah. honest with you the, back in the days if you have a kid if you had a, if you were bringing up your kid in the 50s mm-hmm. and you grew up in the 60s 70s mm-hmm. you're still in that tough SOB era Right. Where yeah. you just yeah, be tough and don't cry about right. it and just mm-hmm. go to work and yeah. have a family, yeah. have kids, and mm-hmm. just do it. And, you know, a lot of times when you don't have that support, you're going to end up with a very confused personality or very um, yeah, that's true. sheltered yeah. or mm-hmm. over-sheltered or you're just not going to be able to express yourself fully so that you can actually meet someone of the opposite sex Right. to have a a relationship with yeah so and i did and i totally i get where is where your neighbor is coming from because when mm-hmm. i grew up i mean i didn't look like anyone else i was totally cerebral palsy look yeah stroke looking kind of mm-hmm. kid what kind of wobble back and forth mm-hmm. my left hand it was totally totally messed up mm-hmm. um i just look like i'm a wounded animal and even though I was a nice kid and all that, mm-hmm. I mean, just interacting with people or the opposite sex or just with anybody, right. it was like I had to get their permission for me to talk to them. Mm-hmm. Where, you know, even if you're friends with somebody, you're only, f- like, I would only have a couple of good close friends because those close friends would only be the ones reaching out to me as a friend. Mm-hmm. Where everyone else was like, "Oh, here's Andre, the special cripple okay, kid." Okay, right, right. So I get that, and then t- mm-hmm. I mean, I tell you what, I I tell people if you're disabled, you're born with disability, and you're mm-hmm. a teenager, or you're eight years old, mm-hmm. or if you have kids or a nephew or niece that's disabled, I mean, you just have to tell them to ride the wave. Mm-hmm. But sooner or later, yeah, you're gonna you're getting that, out right. of high school, mm-hmm. and shit really doesn't matter. And yeah, you're right. And I yeah, think absolutely. And I tell people, and I should really start my own business about about helping kids or people with the young or young people with disability who are able to live on their own to just really, right, yeah. you know, tune things up mm-hmm. where they can actually develop as a young adult. Right, because yeah. there's a lot of people out there with disability, and and you know, who are born with disability. Maybe they had a stroke as a child, birth, or or in a freak accident, or whatever. Right. Your brain still is functionable, and you're able to do things. Mm-hmm. It's different. Two things are different. 
when a child was born with a disability, with a brain injury and all that stuff, he might have learning disabilities. If you're a person who got into an accident and your brain is not affected by it, you might have an easier time to learn and adjust new things in life. And that's what a lot of times people, parents don't understand how to to navigate their kids with. Right. Like my parents really didn't know how to navigate my disability. They know mm-hmm. that I had to go to a special ed class. Right. Mm-hmm. They know that I had to go to uh, a reading class after mm-hmm. school, which I hated, which I didn't want to yeah. learn anyways. So right. that in itself was school from 7.30 in the morning till 5.30 in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. So my dad would pick me up and take right. me to, uh, to uh, a speech therapist mm-hmm. every, like three times, tw- twice a week. Okay. When I was like right. 10, eight years mm-hmm. old. Hated okay. it. I don't, I don't, I don't condone it, but I don't think that that's the way to learn right. and teach. Right. But that's a whole different well, subject. But when what I'm trying to tell people is like, you're going to have to figure out what your kids are good at. Yeah. And exactly, focus on right that. On, yeah. Yeah, and I get it. Some people are like, well, my kid doesn't like sports and all this. But I tell people, like, even if your kid is not able to play sports like the other kids, you might as well put them in and see how well they do. And, and if they kind of well figure out that they're not going to be professional athletes. Right. Yeah. But what they'll teach them is how to become a team yeah. player, socializing skills, mm-hmm. anything that has to do with right. interaction with uh, another person mm-hmm. that doesn't look like you act like you or even is related to you right because the difficult part is to get along with people that's not related right. to that's, you at that's all. you know that's true that you say that because of the fact that when i was a kid i had a learning disability but it wasn't as uh, i can't say common but the way the parents did it is basically here you go into i did do some special ed classes but that was more or less for behavioral things because with my MD and a, as a kid you have behavioral issues unfortunately but but once I got into regular wait, school but wait why would that be if you with your MD what would what's what the well it, it that's it, it not only do I have cardiomyopathy and my muscles are weakening but some people that I recently I only found this out maybe three or four years ago that uh, when you're a kid you may have emotional problems you may have behavioral problems that's just part of the the condition, I guess it were, but um, but that's not, that's assuming that, okay. right? But the one thing I don't agree with that mm-hmm. is this: you're assuming that if someone has a disability, they have an emotional or mental. Well, uh, no, disability. I'm just saying. In, in my your ca- in your case, yeah, did you actually case, yeah. have a mental issue with well, your mind? It, it wasn't mental. It's just child behavioral type things but what um, child behavior did you oh it's like whining and crying and, and throwing fits and did you have that doing inappropriate things yeah did you do that yeah i okay. did do that but okay. it was it, it it came with a terror and, and unbeknownst to me they didn't know i had this yet we didn't know there's something wrong with it but nobody i didn't i didn't even know and so i go back to the point to where you made it earlier where you said that um if your kid likes this then do what your kids want you know what I'm saying? I mean, if they want to do, if they don't like football, they don't like sports, try something. You'll find something that whatever they want to do and then cater to them on it. If they want to draw, give them pencils and papers and pens. If they want to ride motorcycles or give them a bicycle, give them tools. You know, if they want to be a mechanic, give them tools. Do what they want to do because that way they're more comfortable. They're not set in cement where you have to do this and you have to do that. 
and you have to grow up here and you have to you have to go to high school graduate go to college have kids live and die okay but I don't want to do that I want to graduate high school I want to go to tech school or I want to open my own business so if you give that child the tools and the encouragement to pursue that they're gonna be happier in their life and that's that's and you brought that up and I thought you know that's so very true you know I mean and and that's another thing you know it, it that kid's happy now that kid doesn't have to spend the rest of his life trying to fit in where he didn't really appreciate it anyway you know and now he's miserable well so, yeah. Well, I think in I think in your case, mm-hmm. it's a lot it's a lot different because you're MD and you guys didn't know that you had it. Mm-hmm. But I think in your case, you know, in my point of view, mm-hmm. you probably had more advantage than I did because okay. I think in some ways your brain was working differently. You're much more a hands-on mm-hmm. mechanical. Yes. Now, only if you really decided to work on cars and trucks and all that yeah i think you would have had a different type of career oh yeah but definitely maybe yeah, you just didn't know anything about it until now yeah, whatever i mean yeah you are in a, your 60s yeah, so there's there's a lot of variables in yeah, there too so i mean it yeah in my case everything was difficult yeah, like right like i'm i'm being honest like just learning algebra or math and mm. just understanding punctuations right, yeah. and oh yeah in english you're right yeah i agree that i agree can be hard for a kid but the thing is like a lot of times kids with disabilities have mm-hmm. a different type of talent oh yeah and absolutely unfortunately yeah, for me that's very true and unfortunately for me because i don't have the use of my left hand mm-hmm. i can't use my energy in music or instruments mm-hmm. or sports so fortunately i was able to be able to uh decipher people's personalities or decipher mm-hmm. uh, ways to socialize the people yeah or, uh, yeah or that, be able to or be able to yeah. you have that dis- you have that advantage because giving my neighbor and I I said to Andre I said so what do you think and the, he said one word he said bitter and I go how did you get that just by talking to him. You, you you have a well, yeah. knack for that I, I've noticed that I think you do you, you but a know, lot of times you know. and I will tell you this a lot of times people with a disability who have a who are left kind of behind mm-hmm. they I've heard that they develop this um, mechanism of def, uh, defensive mechanism okay where they overanalyze people or, or they analyze their surroundings mm-hmm. and a lot of times their surroundings may not even be what they actually think it is right so because I do that I just probably did things incorrectly in my past right so i would analyze even myself so uh, for example I'll, I'll use this because i really thought that women would not like me right i mentally trained my brain over years and years and say mm-hmm. i really do not need a relationship with anybody okay Right. And that in itself, and I said this in my own brain, that's what I've said this for years and years mm-hmm. to myself. Mm-hmm. And that mindset mm-hmm. developed into a reality where I'm not pursuing anybody of the opposite sex okay. relationship. Right. So in some ways, I overanalyze my own disability and kind of like 
screwed with my own uh, passions or interests mm-hmm. in okay. women. And God forsake the women that took care of me in Colombia or I'm being abandoned in Colombia by all my my own mother and having my adopted mother treat, um, be very cynical about right. life and self mm-hmm. didn't help either. Right. But I didn't, I don't look at women to be the problem with their, with everything or their, or my own surroundings, my own environment. Right. Yeah. So I have a sense of understanding. Okay. This is the way I look. This is, I'm not going to be able to probably pursue the pretty girl, but as I got a little older and older, I'm like, well, who really cares? Right. Yeah. So what if uh-huh. the pretty girl does like me and what are people going to do about it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, and and I used to be really influenced influenced by other people's opinions. Right. So okay. if the kids or high school kids, mm-hmm. when I was in high school, would say, would say, well, that girl shouldn't like you, so I don't know why you're trying to look for her. And they right. would make fun of me because I'd be flirting with a girl that mm-hmm. they want, not knowing that they couldn't go up to and talk to, or the girls that, the girls that would talk to me mm-hmm. actually liked me. Mm-hmm. And the guys there, the the same the same guys right. who who were making fun of the idea, mm-hmm. were just simply jealous of the fact that they couldn't spit game naturally. Okay. So it was just some things that some guys have and some guys don't. Right. So yeah. I, yeah so right. That's true. women to <laughs> me are not the the obstacle. Women okay. to me is just no. They're kind of the. Like I enjoy myself being around women that I'm attracted to. Mm-hmm. I'm not one of those guys that would say, "Oh, my wife's a, my girlfriend's a bitch." Right. Oh, I gotta go see this stupid movie. Mm-hmm. Well, I gotta do this shit. Yeah. And I don't understand why men who are like that, like, then why do you just want to just date a dude and call it good? Right. If you, yeah, if you, if you hate, yeah, if, if you, you hate doing all that shit so much with a woman. Mm-hmm. And just go and find a boyfriend and shut the fuck up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because I'm like, to me, I don't mind going to a dumb no, movie I, here yeah, and there. Right. I don't mind going to nice restaurants and going no, on dates. I don't mind. No, I don't. And going either. on dates and dressing yeah. up every once in a while. Well, yeah. That's, that's I mean, part of course, of we yeah. all want hanky panky times. Right. Well, that's that's part of a relationship. You got to take the good and the bad. And if if you don't, if you're with somebody and they're going to movies and you don't like to go with them, then why would you be with them? I don't. Yeah, you I know, mean, that's I stupid. Get that. Yeah, sure. So that I, t- sure. to me, I'm like, to me, like, yeah, I don't mind going on dates with with, with girls, right, yeah. and and I don't mind, like, you know, like if, if we hook up. Yeah. We hook up, but we don't. I'm not going to get all shit-faced about it. I right, took yeah. her on three dates, and she wouldn't touch my pecker. <laughs> no, it's not. Well. I know. I get you. It doesn't always work that way there, sunshine. You're right, yeah. I mean, you're not yeah. Julio Iglesias, you moron. Yeah. You can't hold a tune, can you? <laughs> no. Or Elvis Presley. Get yeah. the f- get out. Get out of here. Yeah, get out of here. Big bada boom bada bang. <laughs> get out of here. If you can't get... If she doesn't like you, who cares? And yeah, that's something that, no. that's something no, that I, I realize. I can see that. That's a, that's a good outlook, though. I, I see because that you, you can't you can't get hurt that way. No. But you, you're like, but if I, I if I went out on a date with some gal and it didn't work out, at least I had the the companionship of a woman 
to take out on a date and have a good time. And yeah. if it doesn't work out, so be it. And uh, that's good. I get that. I could see that. Yeah. But I used okay. to, I, I used to, what I did yeah. is that I would, even I know that when I was a teenager, I would, I would mentally train myself to right. take the rejection. Okay. Even yeah, if good. the girl I, I liked, mean, and I, yeah. even if the girl I liked at school mm-hmm. and talked to her, mm-hmm. I already had a set thought that she would right. say no no matter what. Okay. Even if I had a car. Okay. Or even if I had a nice car. Right. I okay. trained myself to have her say no. Right. And if she said yes, I probably would flip out with my own brain. <gasps> what yeah. am I gonna do? Oh yeah, she said yes. Probably freak out like well, yeah, now I got pick her up. Yeah, you never anticipated that that situation. And you that, know, it's like too good to be true. I was like, but wow. That, yeah, but that's yeah. why. That's yeah. probably the reason why I didn't go on any dates, and especially when I had a yeah. car. Gotcha. Because yeah. I trained myself to yeah. to be the to the nice guy or right. to be yeah. that way too nice guy. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. So, but in reality, I just screw myself over of just having a relationship with somebody of the opposite sex. Exactly. Now I'm right. now I'm having a 40-year-old kid, mm-hmm. my buddy, live on a futon mm-hmm. and farting all the time. Yeah. Thanks, <laughs> Parlay Sean. Yeah. Thanks. I love you, man. I really do. But no, I get that, yeah. But, you know, mm-hmm. but it's, it's weird because I'll go out, and I live downtown, and I go out to places where people are, right? Yeah. Even if I don't know them, mm-hmm. like the new bar down on Ionia. Uh, what's it called? It's called a Hollows or Hollies or Hollows. Okay. Right next to uh, Grand Rapids Brewing, and it's okay. a really nice restaurant. Okay. I mean, their place like f- some place at like thirty, forty bucks. Wow. And their drink like fifteen, like. Oh yeah, I the, remember you telling me about uh, that. The man, I think the yeah. Manhattan that I had, or the bourbon that I had. Yeah. yeah. No, I think the old fashioned I had was. Yeah, you said fifteen you had bucks. Two old fashions in it, so it was cost me thirty bucks. 30 bucks. Wow. But That's you know a, what? Yeah. But but hey, I would only to, I would only do that maybe once in a blue moon. Oh yeah, sure. I mean, but next time I go, I just have one drink and leave. Yeah. But right, but that's I mean you're you're checking the place out and you you you'd call me on the phone sometimes he'll go to a bar and he'll like it and he'll go hey and it'll, he'll give me a call and he'll say hey I'm at this bar and the atmosphere is great the way they decorate it Hollers. drinks are good yeah, to, yeah. and Just I'm Hollers. like cool that's great so even if you aren't in there all night because it's not really affordable that's way too much but just to experience that and have a drink and be in a place like that is great that's that's, yeah, I that's just, neat yeah yeah I just and then it's funny that I go to places mm-hmm. with other people, especially other straight people are. Right. Yeah. And I have nothing against the gay bars, but since I'm a heterosexual, I mm-hmm. like to be around other heterosexuals. Mm-hmm. And just seeing people having a good time. Right. Yeah. That's, that's, uh, but just seeing other people yeah. around. Yeah. Like, no, that's, that's, a, I, I, I give I people, that, yeah. I give people credit. If you are a married man. Right. To any girl, I give you so much credit because mm-hmm. I don't know at my age mm-hmm. if I could handle just the, the, the little nick picks of life. Mm-hmm. Like, right. I don't know yeah. on a Friday or Saturday night mm-hmm. if sh- 
and let's say we were in our house for the last three weekends in a row. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I could sit there for another fourth weekend in a row watching a Netflix movie or Hulu Plus stuff or right. HBO yep. Max or mm-hmm. whatever and just sitting there watching a movie and not actually mm-hmm. going out. Right. And some guys love it. And some guys yeah. go downstairs and watch their games all day long on nights mm-hmm. all night long. Mm-hmm. And I'm I, I'm a sports guy. Yeah. But I'm telling you that I can't just watch like I won't all day. I won't watch right. football all day mm-hmm. long just because I love football. It's either Detroit Lions, the Michigan Wolverines, mm-hmm. uh, if it's like Oregon against Oregon State or Oregon against somebody or Alabama against mm-hmm. Ole Miss or it's got to be a really mm-hmm. key game for me. Like, okay, I'm gonna watch this game. Yeah. Okay. But I just I don't know how other men will just sit there. Like my brother is kind of like that. If mm-hmm. if he doesn't have to do anything with his kids, yeah, he will just sit on the couch, yeah, watch whatever he watches for mm-hmm. like five, six straight hours and not right. lift a finger okay. and all that. And I'm wow. like, I don't yeah. know how people do that. I, I don't. I either. you know I yeah. I literally, I literally read, mm-hmm. and I read my books mm-hmm. and right now i'm reading about the emperor marcus Aurelius, mm-hmm. who is actually the emperor of rome of of rome okay is it greece or rome i think it's could have been R- rome yeah i think it's okay. rome i think he's All a right. roman emperor okay but i'm reading about his book about the meditation sure and yeah. his thoughts and ideas of being by himself and he mm-hmm. writes down his notes mm-hmm. and he was never supposed to publish it he was never right. going to publish it. Mm-hmm. So there's at least five books of his ideas and thoughts. Okay. And they, all these so-called philosophers or scholars mm-hmm. and all that, by them reading it, they kind of thought that these were more philosophical ideas okay. uh-huh. and then made it into a philosophy book. Okay. Okay. Or, yeah, like a philosophy book, mm-hmm. which is funny because he never attended, Marcus Aurelius never attended to publish it as a private it's kind of like journal like oh right yeah journal okay sure so he was never attending to right publish it okay so the next time we get together we'll probably take notes and we'll probably put things together and we also have another game board of these questions yeah and we'll try i'm trying to elaborate more of different things to talk about because right yeah talking about our disabilities mm-hmm. can be a kind of redundant yeah. unless you're a new person asking well, questions about yeah. our disability. True. Yeah. I, I, I see that. Um, oh, earlier you're mentioning that, um, about women and, and your life's choices basically. Now when I was about, Oh, I don't know, 17 or 18, I was wanted to get married. I knew right then I wanted to get married and I wanted to have a kid. I was serious about it. It wasn't no half ass, no, Luckily, I didn't get anybody pregnant before that or anything, thank God. But I was bound and determined to do it, and that was my life's goal, and I'm comfortable with that now. Where other people, in your case, in other words, thought, you know what? I'm the type of person I'm not really going to dwell on that right now because I want to focus more on life. And that's what I'm, di- and I'm, you know, you're not married, but that's, 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 see, when you're younger, that's the decision you make. Some people want to get married, some people don't. And whatever decision you make, that's 
in your heart. That's what you find well, to do. And that's why you want to, you know, where you and I went different routes, but you thought, literally you said like, you know. Well, these, I, I'm, you know, I, I mentally train myself. To yeah, ex- exactly. Yeah. yeah. Where, again, but I, I think you and I have different disabilities. Mm-hmm. Totally different disabilities. Yeah, yeah. Where you didn't have that from, from the get-go. Right. So because did, you yeah. didn't have that from the get-go, mm-hmm. you could mentally think about the future in a way that you could actually mm-hmm. take care of your mm-hmm. your offspring and your spouse mm-hmm. if you had to. Mm-hmm. In my case, it was from the get-go of my yeah. disability and right. everything was against me. Mm-hmm. So because, well, everything was not for me. I wouldn't say right. against me, but everything wasn't for me. Mm-hmm. So I was too much based on genetics and ideology of uh how the body is supposed to look like, how the brain's supposed to be, yep. how two people of the opposite mm-hmm. sex are supposed to correspond and have a relationship with. And that mm-hmm. was my my Achilles heel. Right. Is that I self diagnose my behavior as mm-hmm. if I'm my own psychiatrist. Mm-hmm. When in reality a trained psychiatrist yes. would probably tell me you're f- not really feeling sorry for yourself, but you're projecting an idea that mm. shouldn't be true to your disability. Right. Yeah. So that psychiatrist probably say, you can get married. You, mm-hmm. If you want to get married, because I want to have kids and get married someday to myself, but in the back of my mind, like who's going to marry a guy who's going to be disabled? Yeah, right. Who's going to marry you, a yeah. guy that can't? Like mm-hmm. a lot of things that most men are able to do should be able to ch- change a tire, uh, mm-hmm. fix things around the house, right? Uh, do the little nick picks around the mm-hmm. basement or whatever. Yeah, the right. Wife That's needs to pick something yeah. up that your wife can't pick up. You, you describe me to a T. So that, yeah. So basically, those the idea is what I knew. That's mm-hmm. what women really wanted. Mm-hmm. And women didn't really want them to make more money than a man. Mm-hmm. They wanted a man to be able to make more money, hypothetically. Right. Now, like I said before, if you're married to a doctor and you're a doctor, if your wife is got promoted and she makes $30,000 more, two doctors weren't cared because they're so smart that they know yeah, right. they, yeah. they, they, it's not that's yeah. not important they're, they're very comfortable in their career yeah they're, but they're set yeah well, but when gotcha. people are you know one's a mechanic one's a nurse or one's whatever or yeah. one's if the wife is a, and I said this before when women are graduating mm-hmm. from college and have a degree yeah they won't stoop down to the guy that doesn't have a college doesn't have a degree mm-hmm. that doesn't make enough money so if he's an electrician Mm-hmm. Or a uh, traveling um, uh, one of those journeymen mm-hmm. who makes eighty thousand dollars a year, she'll marry that guy even though she went to college and finished college and she makes fifty thousand. Mm-hmm. He makes eighty or sixty, sixty-five. Mm-hmm. That's not the issue. The issue is that a lot of girls don't. Girls who are educated right. want date guys who are not educated who make twenty, thirty dollars less okay. than what they do. So if she okay. makes fifty thousand dollars, yeah, and I say I I only make thirty. It's very mm-hmm. still I'm very unlikely that the is that the woman will marry down and support me because technically that's unnatural. Mm-hmm. Now, a lot of people argue, well, this is the 21st century. 
women can well, do just yeah, as much as men. That's right. Blah blah blah. Yeah. But hypothetically, genetic, genetically, the man brain and the woman's brain don't actually change. Okay. That's not a lot. Of, and I'll get a lot of bullshit off this because a lot of things going on with transgender and all this. Okay. But women who are straight are not going to marry a man who is probably a trans or a man who's extraordinarily feminine. Okay. Now they have fatuations about Prince and all that. Right. But even those women won't marry a guy like that. Mm-hmm. They think he's cute and funny and all that. And it's like, oh, he's like he dances. Yeah. But most likely they won't have a date or marry a guy okay. like that. Okay. And it's yeah. hardwired. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, women and men are very hardwired. It's a good definition. So there's, yeah. so there's things that women look for in, in men, and there's certain things that women look uh, that men look into women. Right. Like, yeah. there's no like a lot of people. A lot of people don't understand that when a man who is actually a heterosexual, mm-hmm. he gets hooked up with a with a girl who is a transgender who is actually used to be a man. That straight guy won't continually date that transgender female who was used to be a man. Okay. It is because men and women are hardwired. It has nothing yeah. to do about the guy being a bit, a, bit, um, um, a, a jerk or a uh, sexist a- right, right. a-hole. Yeah. Anything like that. It, it, it has to do with the hardwired. Yeah. Right. And, yeah. And that's something that most people don't understand. Mm-hmm. In my case, I understood that most likely women are not going to marry a guy who's shorter than they are, mm-hmm. who are less making less money than I do. Mm-hmm. And the problem with that, though, is that I train myself to think about all of my situations mm-hmm. like that with every single woman. Right. Okay. So because I did that, mm-hmm. I didn't proceed or progress with anybody of the opposite sex. And that was right, my yeah. downfall. Okay. When you're right. up with your situation, you didn't care, which is very. I mean, if you go, yeah, on, if, yeah, if, if, you're, if you're you right. Because t- if you take, if if you want to take, right. if you're a disabled That's, man, or you don't know that you are yet, or you mm-hmm. become disabled man, Ron's actually a perfect example of someone that actually can live out his dream, regardless of your disability. Right. Exactly. And and what you brought up earlier too is saying that. Um, and as a rule in the hardwired and back in the day and stuff that that was the guy had the big job and he made more money than the wife and the wife was at home or she had a small part-time or something but things have changed recently a lot Mm -hmm. and my wife always made more than I did but her job was more more using your mind using your brain and she's she's a very smart woman she she knows a lot of she knows her algebra she reads you know she's very smart and for her making more money than me didn't bother me I think that's great that somebody at a certain point had to make good money, which I didn't. Now, I did work, too, but the skills I had, I didn't have any office skills. I didn't have any computer skills. I didn't no. do that intelligent no. stuff. I was a hands-on guy, like yeah. you mentioned earlier, and you which is fine. Yeah. But when she made more money, it doesn't bother me. I'm glad yeah. she did. Thank God, because I remember when we first got married, we were really struggling, and that's a lot with everybody. You know, you, yeah. you get to a point where you're broke. You end up selling things or selling things you don't want, or she'd sell my coin collection. You know, just a little example of that. But but when I think of it, to, nowadays are totally different. And if the woman does make more money, to me, it's not a big deal. No, I mean it's it's different now. And but it's a good. I don't. It doesn't bother me. 
but I, I think it's good because now I'm comfortable. Now I know that we can afford certain things and we're not going to run into that situation to dire straits where we have no. to sell something or give blood or, you know? Yeah. And I, and yeah. And I will say this. I think you're in a situation where your wife had people in her own imminent yeah, family, family who was disabled. Yes. yes. So right. I think that helped her mentally to prepare for herself to be able to help the family mm -hmm. or you and her mm -hmm. s to support the family. Mm -hmm. And yeah. I think that's a unique situation. Yeah, I, she I will say this. A lot of times you have to find someone. Well, in my case, I would probably have to do kind of the same route as you did, mm -hmm. where I have to hypothetically find a girl who has family members who are disabled right. and sees and overlooks things. Mm -hmm. Now, that's not doesn't mean I'm gonna have to go out with on a day every time and say, Well, do you have anybody in your family disabled? Yeah. And she says, No, I don't think it's gonna work out. And she's like, Why not? Uh, because you know because you won't understand me when I'm the uh, limp and stumpy and nothing. Right. That that right. I mean that's be a bad way to look at it. Right. But, but I think I, that I, I think point though. I yeah. I think you're, that's you're very to, yeah. I think that's kind of the scenario that your wife was Yeah. Well, saw that where she and I, it didn't I, let her that yeah. didn't let her bother her and I wasn't diagnosed yet no but I did have a gait which is a wobbly Wobble, walk yeah but I just figured everybody would ask me about that and I'd say well that's just the way I am and they just whatever and they drop it so it's that that didn't make any difference on her to where no you know so but once it got worse now we're married and things are getting worse, but she was still there. Yeah, she didn't leave. I've, I've heard a lot of situations where somebody will get a stroke or they'll be paralyzed or something. The wife will just up and leave. Yeah, I can't deal with this. I won't deal with this and they up and leave. It's terrible. Yeah. It is true, though. But it's, it's true. I yeah. mean, it, it, I mean, I think when you said that, that people mm -hmm. just up and leave, mm -hmm. that really does happen. It and does, I'm yeah. telling you it's the truth. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, I'm fortunate that I have this disability from the day I was born because mm -hmm. now I can see all the f all the fakes all the yeah, phones right, yeah. and all that yeah. bullshit yep. that's not right real on. and a lot of people are like well that's a lot of people just you know what if you're not born with a disability you don't ha have anyone in your family that's disabled you're never going to understand this scenario no you won't you'll never understand you'll never you understand you never see my point yeah. of view because exactly right you know people are not human beings are not naturally kind in no, my opinion i think yeah, they're no, right you're right that that's yeah yeah. We can be kind, but naturally they're not. And, and, you know, there's a lot of, you know, the world's going crazy now and things are, people are mean, but they're still nice people. Yeah. They're still nice people. I, it, matter of fact, I, I'll tell you what, I was at the store the other day <coughs> in my van and I get out. Now I can get out of the van, but I can't get back in. The ramp's too steep and it was designed for an electric chair, which is fine. But what usually happens though is I bet the counter, I said, hey, is there anybody here that can push me up in my ramp in the van? And the guy behind me in line says, Hey, I can do that for you. About a young man. He was about, oh, I'd say early 30s, you know, you know, average looking guy, you know, seemed really nice. He says, yeah, I can help you. I'll just, I'll be out in a second. So I get out there and he says, here, I got, I'm going to put this in my truck. I'll be right back. Put you in. Put stuff in the truck, come back, push me in. Thank you very much. You need anything else? Oh, oh yeah, I'm fine. Thank you. All right. Have a good day. That was it. So there's a lot of nice people out there that are really good about that, you know, and and it, it, I take advantage of that because it, it you know, it, that way it gives you a better outlook today because there's so many mean people too. There's assholes out there. They're just terrible. But, but people like this, total strangers, 
can come up and help you out like that. And most, 99.9% uh, .9 of the time, I get that, and that's fine. Most people are pretty good, but there are people, I'll give you another example, um, older gentleman, probably a veteran, I'm assuming, you know, didn't know anything about me, but he asked to help, and I said, I'm, I appreciate it, thank you, but I'm okay. And he, I think that kind of disgruntled him. He didn't say anything, but I could tell by his facial expression he wasn't happy about that. Well, no. You know, I mean, and but I can't read that, I, and I appreciate it. But, you know, I don't want to – if there's something I can do, I don't want to take advantage of other people to do it because I can do it myself. You know, I, I got my pride. But yeah. some people, when they do that, they don't see that. They want to help that person. If they don't, then they feel kind of let down or like, yeah. uh, I'm not that good for you. Or I, I shouldn't have asked that. You know, and it was no, no offense to him. But that's the way he took it. And yeah. I, I don't get that very often. It's very no. seldom I get it. But mm -hmm. in other words, everything I do get is pretty positive. Yeah. You know, so yeah. 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 I mean, yeah, you just got to have a different perspective in life sometimes. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. You, you have to just kind of understand different mm -hmm. people's moods mm -hmm. and behaviors. And yeah. Right. I think the key is like if you have someone in your family that's disabled or something like that, um, I'm telling you the truth. Listen to the Crazy Dre podcast show. Um, we'll talk about more stuff like this. Um, I, I'll even talk about the news here and there. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, it's been an hour. Wow. So it goes by so quick, doesn't it? By so quick. <laughs> so talk about. I'd like to thank Ron for coming back oh, on the show. Oh, you're welcome. More than happy to I'd be like here. I'd like to thank uh, all the peeps on there, people out there. Um, Grand Rapids, Mexico now, Canada. Oh wow! United wow, States. Yeah, everyone that's listening to uh, all eight hundred and fifty of them. It's probably more now, isn't it? No, have you taken a no? Uh, there's there's over like I think I have over like some eight hundred downloads. Really? Wow, but it's really not that much yet because no, I'm not no, but hey, it's better than nothing. Hey, yeah. I mean, so listening. so this is gonna be air on Sunday. Yeah. Sunday morning. Would drink coffee before you guys go to church or that caught thing you guys do, whatever you guys do. But uh, I shouldn't say that. But <laughs> I know. <laughs> but uh, I'd like to thank everyone out there. I'd like to thank uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. I'd like to thank uh, Podbean.com. I'd like to thank even Buzzsprout for being there in the beginning, kind of showing things for me. Um, thanks. Adios and have a good weekend and go blue. F you Ohio State. Yep, we'll see ya. <laughs>